the best bits of the week. The Wake Up With Webster podcast. Potty, 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 podcast time. (laughs) Yep. I'm loving that opening theme. Uh, we'll get it professionally done when we're back in the studio together one day, Claire. Uh, I am still in Perth. Claire's still uh, soldiering on at the studios uh, in Dundee at TFM. Listen, we've had so many heroes and so many great stories that have been shared on air that we think should be shared again and again and put in some place that can be archived forever. Forever. So podcast. Yeah, let's get it worldwide. Let's get it trending. Uh, So many people have stepped forward and so many people have been nominated as heroes around our area, around the the beautiful Tayside and Fife, that we think uh, it's about time you got to hear more of them. Shall we start off with our very, uh, I'm not going to say unexpected hero because she is uh, a hero within her own rights. She has been mimicking what the First Minister has been trying to say (laughs) and then basically just telling it like it is. Yeah, she's been a, a proper hoot and a, a needed tonic during lockdown. Janie Godley, comedian and voiceover person for Nicholas Sturgeon, joined us on the show. Wake up with Webster Podcast. Yeah, and it's our great pleasure to now welcome to the show the Scottish comedian that's had everyone talking since the start of lockdown. Please welcome Janie Godley. <laughs> welcome, Janie. We Janie. think that you should be hired as Nicola Sturgeon's translator, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, maybe not, but yes. <laughs> Janie, how long have you been doing these impersonations of Nicola Sturgeon uh, or these parodies? Because it's not uh, since lockdown, voice right? Voiceovers is a good word to call it. It's a voiceover. voiceover yeah. Well, the voiceovers I've been doing for about three years. I did them away back when Ruth Davidson and um, Theresa May and Nicola Sturgeon were all yammering on about whatever election that was. I can't remember because we've had like 19 since. And then it just kind of developed. And then when the pandemic hit, coronavirus shut us down, I was watching Nicola Sturgeon repeating and repeating and repeating the same message over and over and over again and journalists asking the same question over and over again. And then I just decided to say what she really wants to say and that's stay in the house, shut up, don't go out or I'll get you my toe up the crack. Suppose you're like an extreme version of Nicola, the version that she probably hopes she wants to be. (laughs) I think that's a lovely thing to say, but no, I I don't think I'm any version of her. I think I'm the the, the Glasgow voice behind the... You know how when somebody comes in and says, ladies and gentlemen, I would just like to say in behalf of... Well, what is it? Just say hello. So (laughs) I'm just, you know, I mean, I don't think I am the alternative version of her at all. This is a woman who's incredibly intelligent and well-read. She's got a great education and patience. I'm like big... Crazy Philomena McClatchy, if you put me up there, I'd have to everybody. This is why I couldn't go into politics. I'd be like, you sharp, you sharp, I'm still tall. I saw that um, Nicola obviously made comment about your voiceovers, your videos, um, saying that she was actually, she was behind most of what you were saying. So, you know, you're you're getting it spot on. How does it feel to have that kind of recognition as well? Oh, it's lovely that she likes them. Um, It's weird. It's a weird relationship between a politician and a comedian because the minute she steps a bit rang, she's she's getting the toe as well. So it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword because it's nice that politicians who I'm lampooning endorse it. But I don't need Andy's endorsement. I'm a comedian. I'm a satirist. I need to be doing what I do. Looking at your videos, are you committed to doing one every day? I try and do one every day, but some days 
if, for instance, it's a very, very bleak one and it's all about death or it's all about, you know, really sad circumstances, or if it's just the same as yesterday, which a lot of them tend to be, I try and do at least three or four a week. Um, and I also do voiceovers in my wee dog, who do be honey, who does clean versions for kids. So children <laughs> are getting the message through the voice in my wee sausage dog. And people love wee honey's one where she's like, I'm going to get my messages with my wee shopping bag. <laughs> so I do ones for kids as well. When, when the daily briefings come out, do you look through them and think, get the rage because that is the same as yesterday. What are they doing? Yeah, I, I, I watch the whole briefing and I take some notes to see what the flavour is. But if it's just the same, same, same every day, it's a wee bit harder. But then I don't have a hard job. I'm not a frontline worker. I'm not a, an emergency responder. I'm just a clown with a phone. So I don't think it's really that hard. <laughs> Janie, uh, you know what? One thing I love about your videos is the fact that you keep the signer in because that has been great value, watching the sign language person going through the motions is part of the comedy, right? Yeah, I mean, I have to focus on what Nicola is doing with her hands or what Big Alan or Stevie or the names, because I never gm their real name, um, <laughs> what they're doing with their hands as well. But it's quite funny to see the signer in the background literally parodying what I'm saying. Sometimes <laughs> I've laughed myself and went, yeah, that, that was like... funny. <laughs> but at the same time, I think it's wonderful that she has a BSL there because folk who... You have trouble understanding or, you know, people have got hearing impairment. You don't get that in all broadcasts. So I think it's a really brilliant thing that the signer is there. Any other characters in in Scottish politics or are you going to stay with Nicola with the voiceovers? Uh, I did Boris Johnson. I've did um, Hancock, Matt Hancock. I've done a few of them, but I think that while the pandemic's on just now, I'll kind of stick with a theme so that people know what to expect. But, of course, peppered by Wee Honey doing ones for the kids, just to show that I'm not all foul, foul mouth, Janie Godley. <laughs> does, um, does Honey have a voice, or is it still the voice of Nicola Sturgeon via no, Janie Godley? No, she has the voice, then I speed it up, and then it goes, I'm a wee dog, and I'm going to the show. So it's kind of speeded up Aww. a wee bit, so it's a wee cartoony voice. I put a video up of her last night, actually eating her bone, and everybody's like, oh my God, I can't believe she doesn't speak. (laughs) (laughs) A speaking dog has now become the norm. What is the lockdown brought us to? Janie, you know, I saw a message on your Twitter feed. It's from a lady called Andriana and she says, I'm not alone when I say since lockdown, emotions have been all over the shop, good and bad days. I think it's about time to say a huge thank you to at Janie Gothley, keeping our spirits up with your caustic wit. (laughs) I I think she has spoken for the nation. Yeah. Oh, thank you. No, I'm, I'm doing my best and, you know, you've got to remember during World Wars they had entertainers and even in the most gloomiest and um, most horrific and tragic circumstances they had people having a laugh and dressing up and having fun and I think we have to do that but I think we've also got to remember that we're all out here. One of the most important things I want to say to people is when people call you and say, how are you? It's a very Scottish thing to say, I'm fine. If you're not fine, tell the truth, speak out because everybody's here for each other. That's what we need to be for. Well said. And and, and Jenny, what what time of day do you normally sit down and start thinking about what you're going to do in this that day's video? Do you wait until oh, Nicholas addresses the nation? Oh, I'm not organised or professional. I watch the whole thing, take a couple of notes, go into the bedroom, 
and say that I was a very organised and professional person. <laughs> but it really is they like that. Uh, if my husband or my daughter could speak for me right now, they would roll their eyes to the back of their head and say, organised? Professional? <laughs> <laughs> and do you, do you run them by your, your husband and your daughter and say, what do you think of this one? Or you just post it up? I don't know if you know my husband's got autism. Because he has autism, he has a very left-field, reverse-thinking process. So hmm. he says things, and I'm like, wow! That's amazing because you're right. Because I have got a very neurotypical brain, I'll just go blabbity blabbity blah, and he'll go, "Well, what about this?" And I never thought of that. So sometimes his team. wonderful brain will make me look at things from behind the mirror in reverse that I never thought I would look at before. Janie, thank you so much. Uh, she is great value to follow on Twitter at Janie Godley and uh, these little videos. Oh, can yeah, I say on. as well, it's nine o'clock um, most nights on the Facebook Live. I do a Facebook Live stream so everybody, and it gets like 30,000 views. People all tune in and we sit down and we have a natter at nine o'clock. Oh, that's so nice. Just a kind of chat to catch up and see how things are. Facebook Live, loads of people, people from all over the world tune in and we all just sit in natter while I stroke my sausage done here <laughs> and it's like having a wee chat together and a cup of tea and it helps us all and, and it makes me feel better that there's people out there that have got the same feelings as me as well thank you so much Janie Godley for joining us this morning and, and spreading joy with your voiceovers stay safe give your sausage thank a little you. hug from me and uh, I will do honey <laughs> and we'll hopefully catch up with you again soon cheers thank you wake up with Webster Podcast. And we're now joined by Bethany. You might have seen her videos going viral over the last couple of days. She's been doing something a bit um, random but cool and it involves dancing in the street. Bethany, why? Yeah, it was just for something like to do just because like my classes are closed just now so I just thought, I thought like before, oh I should maybe try it like in the street and then I thought, oh no, like that probably wouldn't work and then one of the neighbours had said like, just let's just give it a try and I didn't think anyone would actually like come out the house and do it but (laughs) well (laughs) amazed actually you had a load of people like almost the whole neighborhood I know (laughs) and that's only about half the street there's probably more that like come every week but no it's great (laughs) right so first up how well do you know your neighbors then are you friendly with them all do you know them (laughs) by first name basis no like before this like we've lived here for around 20 years and we've like there's still some neighbours in the street that we've never like even met or we just say like hello but like we don't really know them so I think like from doing this it's like totally brought us like all together and we're all like Facebook friends and it's just great a nice little community on the go do you get requests when's when's the next class happening Bethany all these messages popping through I know they're like oh I can't wait because I do it every Saturday morning at like 11 o'clock and they're out there from like nearly half ten. <laughs> 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 wow! Uh, uh, it's the highlight of their week. <laughs> we should point out these is uh, because we've not actually mentioned what you've been doing. Is the Zumba classes in your street? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're on one side of the street. It's almost like a game of Kirby. You're on yeah. one side. All the neighbours are on the other side, <laughs> copying Socially your moves. Yeah. Yeah. I have my speaker like in my dad's car, like in the boot with the boot open, and I just like start <laughs> outside like the front of my path how did you start this like what was the first class like and was there many people attended how did you get the word out um i can't even first class that was maybe about five five weeks ago i 
think it was my next door neighbour. She was like, oh, I think you should try it. And I was like, oh, no, like, I'm too nervous to, like, do that. And then I was like, do you know what? Like, I'm just going to do it. So we did it. And I just thought it was about 10 to 11 and there was, like, nobody there, like, at the first one. And I was like, oh, like, nobody's coming, nobody's coming. And all just started, like, piling out their houses. I think some of them didn't quite think it was going to happen. And then I think we've seen it for the next week and then that was it. They were doing that thing where they're standing at the window, kind of behind the curtain, yeah. just peeking well, out yeah. to see who's going to be the first. Should I? Shouldn't I? Should I? One, one came out, they all, they all started ordering their little shaky skirt belts for, like, <laughs> I mean, you're a Zumba instructor anyway, so it's a great way to keep your neighbours fit. And, and you've got new friends for life now, right, Bethany? I know, I know. That's it. If I didn't have that, I would just be sitting in the house, just eating, watching TV. So it's great for me as well. <laughs> you can easily spot the dads in the video. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. They'll be just like me, struggling to keep up and way out of sync. Yeah, they were like, oh, I think I've pulled a muscle, I think I've pulled a muscle, but no, it's good. Where are you actually from? <laughs> what street are you doing this in? Um, it's Hoyek Drive, across from like the Michelin Club. Well, it's a great thing you're doing, Bethany. I mean, you sound like you've got a smile on your face all the time. Yeah, no, it's good. I think I'm just like laughing the whole time, just because I can't believe it's actually, <laughs> this is actually happening. <laughs> keep it up it's little nuggets like this that keep everyone going <laughs> thanks so you. much for coming on Bethany take care stay safe keep thank zoombering thank you very much wake up with Webster podcast the best bits of the week and we have Jackie on with us right now Jackie tell us what, what amazing thing have you been up to recently I contacted a local artist uh, a lady called Jill Hasty who lives in Invergowrie Jill has been creating fairy doors just delivering them to our neighbours and villagers really just to cheer everybody up. I think her concept behind uh, fairy doors was that when lockdown started we were all locked behind our own doors so that was where the, the door concept came in. So these doors, um, do you are they uh, like kind of 3D images that you would put against a tree? They're just a, a basically a piece of wood door shape. Some are larger uh, than others, but there may be only even the largest one might only be about six or seven inches. The aim was to just put them at the door um, when kids are out on their daily walk obviously sticking to lockdown guidelines. It's just something to cheer them up. She even then went as far as creating a, a marked trail for them to mark off. We kicked off in Carnoustie about three weeks ago and uh, Long Forgan launched a week ago yesterday actually and all the doors sold out within a day actually in Long Forgan so that's 62 doors that uh, locals can basically 62, buy amazing. So it's quite an adventure then. How long do you think it would take to find them all? Um, I think it depends where, where people actually place them but the there's 62 doors that residents can buy and there are five additional doors that Jill has created that carry um, important messages, sort of uh, contact details for Childline, Cool to Talk, um, Samaritans and we've asked local businesses to sponsor these just at a cost of £25 each. And Good thinking. And their name along the bottom and these will be placed um, in the village around, around the trail for people who might need them. 
That's um, brilliant, yeah. yeah. My friend's that's, daughter, yeah. who I say she lives in Carnoustie, she was so excited because she ticked off five doors last night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I must say, actually, if you have a look at the, the Long Forgan Facebook page, I'm just drip-feeding photos onto that at the minute, but the the effort in particular that Long Forgan has gone to um, to stage their doors, I feel like, is phenomenal. Yeah. I think well, that would be a really hard act to follow. I know Long Forgan have got previous on this because they they all come together with the scarecrows every year as well. They, they do, yeah. Uh, um, so, Jackie, where, where where can we find your pages? What are they called? Canoosey Fairy Door Trail for Chaz and Long Forgan Fairy Door Trail for Chaz. Ah, oh, thanks, Jackie. Thanks for telling us all about it. Thanks and our love to the artist Jill as well. It's a great idea. So you know where to go now. The pages to check out, and you can donate there as well. Wake up with Webster. Podcast. Hey, this is good as hell. We're now joined by Ellie, who is a COVID nurse at Ninewells Hospital in Dundee. Ellie, we love what you've been doing. Can you tell us more about it, please? Um, yeah, so I started making um, cell postcards as I wanted to make people smile during this difficult time um, while raising money for NHS Tayside's COVID wards. And um, in just under four weeks, I've raised £400. That's amazing. Incredible. What, what kind of images were on the front of the postcards? Um, so there were, it was a rainbow and then a message. Um, so I'd done a thank you, kind of aimed at workers. And then the bottom of it, um, thank you for everything you do. And then there was a miss you one, um, a get well soon one, and a best you one for the girls. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, no, I, honestly, I can't believe how popular they've been. Now, do you know what, what kind of people are buying the postcards then? And do you know of anyone who's received them? Because it's quite old school. It's, uh, hello, 1980s, do you remember us? But yeah, I know. I think I miss postcards. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, a lot of um, people in Nine Miles are buying them for, like, their workers, but we've actually posted them all over the UK from, like, um, the bottom of England to Northern Ireland. We've done it all. Wow, that's amazing. So, do you think it's all it's all friends and family, extended family from people up in the side area, and that's why they've spread the word and, and they've gone that far? Yeah, I think a lot of people as well that had received a postcard and then got on got on it and sent other postcards back. That was quite common as well. Oh, do you get to see? Them. You'll get to see all the messages, of course, to everyone. Yeah, so I was just asking people to write a message, and then I like personalised the postcard and sent it, posted it from um, me, so people were just sending me their nice messages. It was really sweet to their grannies and saying how much they missed them. It was lovely. How much did you cry? <laughs> no, I was emotional. <laughs> All the wee grannies had themselves blessed. Them. And are they typed out messages or do you use your handwriting? Uh, yeah, handwritten. Oh, oh that'd be that's even nice. that's yeah. uh, that's even more special, um, and, and even more time-consuming for you. Plus, when you get a, when you get a postcard, the first thing I do is, oh, that's from my mum. I recognise that writing. Yeah, um, no, I just think that. <laughs> so that's that's really lovely thing that you're doing. Are you going to continue doing it then? Yeah, so we've um, made £400, um, so it's allowed us to buy... Um, originally, I thought I'd just be able to have enough money to buy some toiletries and treats for the patients, but um, we've been able to buy six tablets and um, cases for the ward, so that allow patients uh, to Skype their loved ones while they're in hospital. Really thoughtful and nice and kind thing to do. Caring Ellie, thank, oh, you, thank you so much we're, um, for telling us all about it. Just, uh, where, oh, thank where, you so much. Where can we find your postcards? How can we check them out and how can we buy them? Um, I, I've put it on my Facebook page and it's public, so just Ellie Lou Sharkey on Facebook. Ellie Lou Sharkey. Uh, these postcards are special. Uh,
Thanks for telling us all about it this morning. Yeah, Thank you. Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. Right now, we're joined uh, by a number one, by an amazing person once again. Jen, please tell us the amazing thing that you and, uh, is it right to say, all of your students it have is, been yeah. doing? Tell us the um, lovely thing you've all done. So, the kids and I have uh, created a video of singing a song by Casey Musgrave. So, they all sang the song and then I pieced it all together. Um, and yeah, it's just a, been a really lovely project and it's had so much nice feedback and the kids absolutely love it. So yeah, it's really great to do. Now, Jen, you run Creative Academy of Performing Arts in Angus. I, well, it's Dundee in Angus, yeah. Dundee in Angus, Dundee, okay. Yeah. Um, how many kids got involved in it and what are the age ranges? Um, well, in the school we've got over about 200 kids, but not everybody's singers, some are dancers, some are singers, so, and not everybody was confident to do it, so mm-hmm. I just said to the ones that really want to get involved, you know, send them in, and the age ranges are from six years old, oh no, five years old, sorry, up to <laughs> 17, so yeah, everyone got involved and it was, it was really great to hear them every time I played the videos back. I was an emotional wreck. It'd I was like, this is not good for me. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be a complete, um, a complete different range of voices as well, so it would be nice to hear uh, everyone yeah. sounding completely different, I guess. Yeah, it was. It was really sweet voices and really strong voices, and it was just so nice to see them all come together. Uh, did you get them all to sing the whole song and then you would just pick out a choice bit, or did they just all have separate lines? No, I got them to learn the whole song and then I had to match it all with the original, well, with the backing track, which was quite hard, uh, but it was it was great. It I was hear you, video editing. I was about to say, I bet you clear to sympathise. <laughs> I can only say that I got through it purely because I mixed music all the time, so it worked out really well. Yeah, so it does I'm look happy. epic, I have to say. And it was, it was a, a tribute, really, to, you know, a lot of, well, it was for the key workers as well, so it was something for the kids to do and get involved in, but also a tribute for the key workers we've got not just to our parents but to every key worker you know locally globally everywhere um but we've got a lot of parents who are key workers Mm -hmm. nurses posties just a a, a huge range people that work in supermarkets and it was just we wanted to do something for those workers as well i was just going to say and you're going to do a dancing one next is that right jen yes so I've set the parents and kids a task and I want to see all of them get involved. So not just the kids, the parents too. So this mm. one should be quite funny. If you need any break dancing <laughs> in there, just give no. me a shout. <laughs> I can do my You snake. know what, guys? It would be great if both of you would be involved in the video. So if you're up what? for it, that would be great. What an invite. That's the yeah. best invite I've had since this all started. <laughs> well, I'm on board. Claire, what moves can you do? Uh, I can, we'll find out. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea. I have no idea what will happen. A little pirouette. Anything possible on a Friday night. Jen, well said. Thanks you for coming on. Thanks for the invite as well. I hope you don't regret it when you actually see the moves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, I've seen some dab dancing during this lockdown, trust me. we done a parent one and it's, it was hilarious, so I can't see you being anywhere. Okay, that's good. I'm glad you said that at the end. (laughs) (laughs) You'll accept anything. Thank you, Jen. Take care. Stay safe. And a big shout to all your students as well. Love it. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Take care. Wake up with Webster. 
Podcast. Uh, Webster and Claire on Tuesday, we're joined by Joanne. We're loving all these cute things that a lot of people are doing during lockdown. So, Joanne, please tell us, what are your amazing girls doing at the minute that everyone's getting involved in around Money Feast? Um, we'd seen an idea on another Facebook page from down south where people had made, a, they've called it a COVID-19 snake. Um, and we really liked the idea, but the girls didn't want to make a snake, so they decided that they were going to make a caterpillar. <laughs> I've got the girls here, and they'd like to tell you more about it. Oh, great. Megan and Olivia. Hi, girls. Hi. Morning. Good morning. <laughs> All right, who's the oldest there? Um, me. Who's that me? That sounds like Megan. Yes. Yeah, I knew your voice, Megan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Megan, how old are you and Olivia? Um, I'm 11 and Olivia's 6. Now, how much better are caterpillars than snakes? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. Nobody <laughs> likes snakes. It's all about the caterpillars. And what was the very first rock that you put down to start the caterpillar? What did it look like? It was like a head. Like it was green with fa- with a face on it. It's actually like the start of a caterpillar then. Yeah. Perfect. It's got the an- the antenna and a little smiley face. Yeah. Just just like the caterpillar cake you get at Asda. Colin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what about you, Olivia? Which which rocks did you paint? What did they look like? The NHS. One. The rainbow? Not that one. So what did you write on it? Can you explain it? It uh, has, like, love up and the NHS on it. Amazing. Because the Good. NHS is doing great work as well. But we love your idea and we want to chat about this just now. So how many rocks do you think there are in total? Well, we put about eight or nine on and Olivia ran out before bed yesterday and there was already another one there. That one was a rainbow. So people are starting to add to your caterpillar now. Yeah, yeah. And where about is it? It's on a path at the top of Grange Road in Monifee. You'll see there's a, a poster that you you girls, I, I assume, have you? did you write that poster? Is that your one that you've put up there? Yeah, yeah. Great stuff. And it's even been waterproofed as well. I like that. <laughs> so if you want to join uh, and uh, make the caterpillar bigger and longer and more fancier, just uh, get your paints out. Be creative and add to that caterpillar in Money Faith. Well, it sounds like you, uh, you're you spending your lockdown time wisely, ladies. Uh, really nice to see you. Nice little heartwarming thing to pass if you're in Money Faith. Add to the rocks and the lockdown caterpillar. Thank you. Thank you. Wake up with wet. Webster Podcast. Some amazing work has been happening across Tayside and Five to keep smiles on everybody's faces. And uh, we have also teamed up with Clear Channel UK who provide billboards across Tayside and Five. Uh, so we were asking for nominations for heroes that we could get up on the billboards. And boy, were we inundated. These are some of the ones that we've managed to get on the billboards so far. Webster and Claire with you morning. Now joined by Elise in Montrose, who has nominated her local hero. Can you please tell us who it is, Elise, and why? Yeah, well, I've nominated my mum, Joanne Nelson, um, who's a midwife down at Arbroath Maternity Unit. Um, and I've, I've also extended that to everybody that works there as well, because they're all amazing women. Um, and, you know, they all get up to work and they go there during this awful pandemic and they're helping people still bring life into the world and they're helping these families through such a hard time. Often at the expense of having to leave their own families, you know, for very long shifts and they're putting themselves at risk when they go. So I think it's amazing that they're still showing up every day and they're helping these families spread a little bit of joy during what's a really terrible time. Joanne sounds like a super trooper, as, as does everyone there at the Arbroath Maternity Unit. How is she coping herself? How is her, her disposition? Is she still in a happy place? 
Yeah, I mean, she, you know, every time she goes to work, she's still cheerful and she comes home and she's, she's cheerful at home as well. But you can tell that she's tired and you can tell that it's getting to her, which is, which is expected, I suppose. But she just keeps smiling and that's why I think she's a total hero. <laughs> Keeps soldiering on. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's that's a thing that parents tend to do is they uh, they have a facade on, and they, on the outside everything's fine and great and happy, um, but they hide it from their kids so they don't worry them. But it yeah. uh, it sounds like your mum and the rest at the maternity ward unit then deserve. Praised. Yeah, so the, the amazing thing that we've been doing is teaming up with Clear Channel UK who have digital screens all over Tayside and Fife and we would love to put your mum and the rest of the midwives at our both maternity unit up in lights across Tayside and Fife. That would be amazing. So you can go to the Clear Channel UK website and find out exactly where they are, where they'll feature. Uh, there's many across the area. Uh, and it's, I know it's just a small thing, it's just a small way of recognising uh, the work, the incredible frontline work they're doing, putting their lives at risk to welcome new lives into the world. I think it's amazing though, it's really nice to have a little bit of light, you know, it's, it's very awful at the minute, so I think it's really nice. Wake up with Webster Podcast. Tracy, we got uh, your nomination via the TFM website for a local hero. So who have you nominated and why? I've nominated Kelly Suter. She's a friend through karate. Just wanted to nominate her because... She's an absolute star. She shaved her head to raise money for the NHS. She's been going out and about during the the COVID crisis, helping vulnerable friends and family, delivering their messages and things like that. And she's been running around the streets of Forfar, uh, dressed as a dinosaur, trying to bring just a little bit of fun and happiness to people that are confined to their homes and things like that and she she just she won't say no to anybody she's such a helpful character and even when she's not in the best of places herself she's she's there and she's happy to help everybody and she just really is um, a heart of gold and yeah she's just a bit of a hero for us sounds like a a selfless person who's always putting others before herself which is is. uh, Amazing. Uh, please tell me that when uh, Kelly is dressed as the T-Rex going around Forfar that she's doing dinosaur noises. Oh. <laughs> Rawr. Um, Rawr. Knowing Kelly, that's very possible. <laughs> I haven't actually seen her run because I don't live in the town myself, but um, I've seen her on Facebook and, um, yeah, knowing Kelly, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> the other day we found out that uh, Jurassic World are looking for extras to be in the movie and uh, to be eaten by a dinosaur. So Claire and I were trying to do impressions of being eaten by a dinosaur whereas Kelly is an actual dinosaur with tiny front arms uh, I love it so what kind of reaction is she getting from uh, people around the streets do you know uh, do you know at all Tracy really positive she started she started off with just a small run and then took to Facebook and said you know if anybody would like me to run around her street and she was inundated with it mm-hmm. people were really positive brilliant, brilliant. fun person well Kelly Souter uh, I think Tracy it'd be good if you broke the news to her as well being a, a pal and a friend and you're the nominee uh, <laughs> please tell her that she will feature on the digital signs across Tayside and Fife tomorrow thanks to Clear Channel UK we're going to put her up on lights and show her just what a hero she is Brilliant. Wake up with Webster 
Podcast. Caroline, thank you so much for coming on. We got your nomination via the TFM website, so please tell us who would you like to nominate to be our local hero? Well, it's nobody really in particular, but like the Ward 19 staff um, at Nine Wells Hospital, they changed to a COVID ward. They used to be orthopaedics um, and other nurses and uh, healthcare assistants and that came from other wards to support the COVID ward. And most of them have now went back to their own wards. And I I've actually stayed with the COVID-19 ward and I just think they've been absolutely amazing coming together um, and gelling as a team to work with these patients and it's just it's completely different nursing we have been their visitors and you know and their, their nurses and also they've been absolutely brilliant with me I've just lost my grandfather and they don't really know me but I just think that they've been great supporting me through that as well So what's it like like what is the actual atmosphere like on the ward? Um, the first few weeks was manic as you can understand we, like, we didn't really know anything about the COVID. We just had to learn as we go. But everything's calmed down now. We've learned quite a lot over the first few weeks. And the wards aren't as busy, thankfully, um, as they were previously. So we've Good, had yeah. a lot of time to kind of get to know what's going on, to get to know some of the symptoms um, that the patients could get. So um, it's been all right the last couple of weeks. Hopefully it just stays like that. So every single one, all everyone working in Ward 19, COVID, uh, you would like to nominate as our, our local heroes. Yeah. Deservedly now, so, I think. Yeah, of course. And, and Caroline, when you said that you, you've been welcomed as part of the team, are you quite new to the job then? Um, I normally work in a different ward. Uh, I've been working in Ward 6 um, at Nine Wells, which is a medicine for the elderly ward too. I love all of them as well. Just not seen any of them for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we've been in the COVID ward. So yeah, I've been nursing for almost four years and I was also a healthcare assistant for a few years before that. But I am new to, obviously, the, the Ward 19 team. There's only me and I think another two people that aren't normally in that team. But you, you wouldn't think that because they just make you feel so welcome and they've just been so good. Carolina, I suppose one of the, the main issues I'm picturing in my head anyway is if everyone has got the uh, the, the PPE, the, the protection clothing on, is it difficult to recognise people and know who's who? Do you have to like identify them by their eyes? Yes, that, that's, exactly, that's exactly right. Initially, in the first couple of weeks, we weren't actually wearing masks all the time because we were said that that was best practice. So we kind of got to know each other's face then, but we have a mask on all the time now. But yeah, just working with people, um, and when you see someone new, you're just like, who's that? <laughs> like someone you've not met before. Um, obviously, we've got the, the nurses, the student nurses who are coming in to work as nurses, and it's quite difficult to kind of get to know people over the, the PPE. It must be awful for patients as well, obviously, not knowing... You know, yeah. the nurses, not seeing their faces, not seeing somebody smile, I think would be quite difficult as well for yeah. them. I know, I know, a smile can brighten up a day. Well, that's a shame about the smiles, but it used to sound like you're smiling, and it sounds like the staff there are incredible, and, and they're, they're keeping it up, and they're keeping everyone's spirits up, and that's the main thing during this situation, right? Yeah, that's exactly it, yeah. Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. Now, we've got Mum Sandra on. It was your lad, Tommy, who wanted to, to do this nomination. Tell us more about Tommy, please. He's um, level-headed, loves football, 
He's got a younger brother. Um, he's currently at um, St. Joseph's Primary School, P7, going to St. John's. Looking forward to go to St. John's um, after the summer break. And he wanted to nominate a hero uh, with Clear Channel UK to get you on the boards across Tayside in five. Who did he want to nominate? It's Tommy's idea. Well, we were driving <laughs> um, and I was driving them down to the school op when um, that came on radio and I thought it was a good idea. So um, we got back from school one of the evenings he decided to write something out and I kind of fine-tuned the writing for him and that was it who <laughs> sent it off and who's and it I've for I never even thought about it I totally forgot well I work there so I think he just wanted to give a shout to everyone and I said well it can't just be me it's everyone who works there really so you wrote um, or Tommy your boy wrote as well I would like to nominate yeah. all the Department of Works and Pension staff at Dundee Service Centre they've been on the front line since the pandemic ensuring the vulnerable are well looked after by processing their claim to benefits and timely payments uh, I reckon this is a great nomination because this oh, is uh, this is vital for people's financial survival right now. Absolutely. How are Absolutely. you finding it? How are you and your colleagues finding it at the moment? Well, it's been good so far. We're doing our best to make sure um, everyone is looked after, even though um, things are not normal as it is. But mm-hmm. we just want to do our best to make sure everyone is um, well looked after. Another yeah. service that's no totally um, underrated at the moment because you are providing a lifeline to a lot of people. Yes, we are. We are, although um, not everybody recognises that but we know we're doing our best to make sure there's roof over the head of people and there's food on the table. So you're you're all working hard to ensure yeah that the basics are getting out to the people that need it and that's Absolutely. what's incredible about this still on the front line still sorting out people's financial payments and trying to help them survive so we agree with you we've teamed up with Clear Channel UK Sandra so all the staff at the Dundee Service Centre at the DWP will feature on the digital signs across Tayside and Fife tomorrow oh thank you <laughs> that's great <laughs> We're glad to share this um, with my colleagues. <laughs> Great stuff. It's lovely to hear that your your boy as well, who's, who's just, as you said, in P7, he's just 12 years old. He he had the foresight to nominate and get your help. That's uh, great to hear. So thanks to Tommy. Oh, thanks to you, Sandra. he knows he's got to go to school every day while <laughs> every other person is at home. And that's because I've got to be at work. And mm-hmm. he knows it's important for me to be at work. Agreed. Yeah. Wake up with Webster podcast. Sam, uh, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for the nomination via the TFM website. Can you tell us then, who do you think deserves to be a local hero? Okay, uh, my vote was for the um, staff who control queues at Tesco Riverside and also the guys and girls who don't collect all the trolleys just because they are all super cheerful all the time and obviously they've got quite a difficult job. Um, and yeah, and the middle of the play is actually pretty banging as well. <laughs> How often have you had to queue up then at Tesco to notice the sterling work they're doing? Um, a few times, but the queue always goes down a lot quicker than you think it's going to. And like I said, they always make it more of a pleasure than it should be. I think um, it's maybe something that we don't really think about because we, you know, appreciate the supermarket workers as a whole. But mostly we think about check it, checkout operators, uh, shelf stackers. But actually, you need the trolley guys and the queue guys as well. Yeah, definitely, because they're the ones that are going out, kind of cleaning everything down, touching everything that everyone else has touched, mm-hmm. and just making sure everyone stays safe. Yeah, and uh, the, the amazing thing is their disposition and how they they remain cheery and upbeat the whole time going through this, because yeah. standing there looking after a queue must be a bit soul-destroying, but this mm-hmm. is why they deserve uh, to be put up on a pedestal, right? Yep, definitely, 100%. Now, when you said loving their choice in tunes, uh, are the staff at Tesco Riverside banging out some tunes? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're choosing them to play the um, little music things 
whatever they're called, um, five. That shows my age. Um, yeah, they're both music playing, so obviously they get to choose it, and they have pretty good taste in music. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> that adds to it as well. Yeah. Uh, the good news is we're going to put your nomination on our boards across Tayside and Fife with Clear Channel UK tomorrow. Brilliant. I look forward to seeing that. I just wonder if uh, the, everyone queuing up, holding onto their trolleys, waiting to get in, and uh, Donna Summer Hot Stuff comes on, would everyone start <laughs> doing a full Monty dance move? I would be disappointed if they didn't. Yes. <laughs> Same. Sam, thank you so much. You're right. You're spot on. They totally deserve it. These people who collect the trolleys are right there in the front line, dealing with everybody's dirty paws. So, yep, agreed. They will be uh, put up in lights and digital signs across the area. Great. Glad to hear it. Thanks very much. Wow. So many local heroes. We are loving these. Yeah. Uh, really nice. I'm glad you've made it all the way to the end of the podcast because uh, didn't we offer some kind of treat up if the, if someone did make it to the end? Mm-hmm. Have you got a joke, Claire, that you could tell? Why are pirates called pirates? Uh, because they are. <laughs> I've stolen it from you. The only joke I know. Oh, hang on. I've got another one. How do you fit an elephant into a Safeway bag? This is worth the wait. I'm glad you listened all the way to the end of the podcast. Uh, I can't remember. Claire, please tell me. Take the F out of safe and take the F out of way. How do you fit an elephant into a safe bag? Take the F out of safe and the what? The F out of way. F. But there's no F in way. No. That's courtesy of Ronan Keating. There you go. Um, Bet you're glad you made it to the end of the podcast now. (laughs) Uh, We're glad you did as well. Thank you so much. Uh, We'll be back again next week. Catch us 6 to 10 every weekday on TFM. Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week.